It's early morning, so early that the birds are just starting to wake up and the donkey startles as his master comes close to ready him for the journey ahead. New morning, new mercies. But somehow this morning feels a little different as if the mercy it brings might just be a little bit quieter, lost in the oceans of thought. Come on, Isaac, get up, son. A father, a son, an only son, two young servants and a donkey starts the journey to the place that God will show. Three days journey, filled with thousands of steps, each step a memory, through valleys over hills, between conversations and laughter, and around meals with the campfire. A father, a son, an only son, sharing a journey of adventure to the young soul, unbeknownst to him that this journey is the longest one his aging father ever took. The hundred years of waiting for a son suddenly feels like a mist, a vapor in comparison to each testing step over the past two days. Around every corner guessing how much further, how much longer do I have with my son, my only son. And the third day has come. And Abram sees the place that God has shown from afar, the place he has to go alone with his only son. It is still some distance. Maybe if I walk a little slower, I might have a little bit more time. Maybe buying time will let God change his mind. Or maybe there's another offering to find. Unless he really, truly wills this, then I'm going to buy every second I can spend with my son, my only son. The two young servants and the donkey has to stay. The last steps is for the father and his son to take alone. I and the boy will go over there and worship and come again to you. Was that a hopeful statement? Surely the sacrifice requires worship on behalf of both the father and the son. But did Abraham, the father of our faith, already had such faith that God will let them both return? Or perhaps such revelation of God and who He is that if the boy had to die, will be killed, that he will be resurrected again. Turn your back, Isaac. Let me put these on you. Wood from a tree laid as a burden on the back of his young, innocent son. With knife and flint, Abram starts leading the way. The burden he carries in his heart is perhaps heard in the breathing, the missteps, the struggle of his young son carrying the wooden burden on his back. Dad? Yes, son? We are going to make a sacrifice to God, right? We are to worship the one due our honor. Yes, Isaac, you're right. But Dad, why do we have a knife, a flint and wood, but we have nothing to offer him? What does a father say when he is not sure what the end will be? What does a dad say when he is tested to the point of despair, when he sees the anticipation, the eyes of his son to hear the solution? What will God do? What should I do? Can I still turn around? Is there no fitting animal to be found? Isaac, my son? Yes, father. God will provide. Perhaps the greatest test was just overcome, saying those words out loud, trusting that whatever such providence might look like, even if it means seeing his son, his only son die at the work of his own hands, that God will provide. Is anything too hard for the Lord? A deep-seated conviction. 
Three words of hope for the believing soul. God will provide. The conversation was over now, lingering in the mind and the heart of the young son. Those three words, God will provide. When they came to the place of which God had told him, Abram built the altar there and laid the wood in order and bound Isaac his son and laid him on the altar on top of the wood. In a few last moments that felt like 300 years, the father lifted his hands, ready to do as God has asked him, to take the life of his son, his only son. But the angel of the Lord called to him from heaven and said, Abraham, Abraham. And he said, here I am. He said, do not lay your hands on the boy or do anything to him. For now I know that you fear God. And Abram lifted up his eyes and looked and behold, behind him was a ram caught in a thicket by his horns. Jehovah Jireh, he exclaims, Isaac, Isaac, Jehovah Jireh, the Lord will provide. The Lord has provided. And Abram went and took the ram and offered it up as a burnt offering instead of his son. So Abram called the name of that place, the Lord will provide. As it is said to this day, on the mount of the Lord, it shall be provided. The angel of the Lord called to Abram a second time from heaven and said, By myself I have sworn, declares the Lord, because you have done this and have not withheld your son, your only son, I will surely bless you. And in your offspring shall all the nations of the earth be blessed, because you have obeyed my voice. All the nations of the earth will be blessed. That's you. That's me. Blessed in what? The word still echoing thousands of years and generations later. Jehovah Jireh, the Lord, our steadfast, true, promise-keeping provider. It's daytime and the sun is out. A donkey is startled as a stranger comes close to take him for the journey ahead. Somehow this day feels a little bit different. There's a different sense of expectation in the air. Why are you taking my cult? The owner challenges the strangers. The Lord has need of it. Or paraphrased, we are providing for our Lord. Come on Jesus, get on, let's go. The disciples said with a sense of pride in their hearts that they could grant him his request for a young donkey that's never been ridden before. But perhaps what echoed in Jesus' mind were the words, Come on, son, get up, let's go. A father, a son, an only son, young servants and a donkey start the journey to the place that God has shown. A father and a son sharing a journey of adventure together, but this time the son knows what is to come. This time, when the name of God, Jehovah Jireh, is exclaimed, the son knows that he will be that provision. Let's rewind to the start of his story, Jesus' story. Do not be afraid, Mary, for you have found favor with God. 
And behold, you will conceive in your womb and bear a son, and you shall call his name Jesus, Yeshua. He will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High God. Yahweh, Jehovah Jireh, El Roy, Jehovah Nisi, Jehovah Rapha, El Shaddai, his son will be called Yeshua and locked up in that name will be all the names of God coming together. Yeshua, the greatest name above all. And the message in that name is that God's salvation has come. And his salvation has come and his son, his only son, Jesus, Yeshua. The Lord provides, the Lord sees, the Lord shows His almighty power, the Lord becomes our banner, the Lord heals, the great I am, the God of salvation, all found in the provision of Jesus. For by that one offering, He forever made perfect those who are being made holy. All praise to God, the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ, who has provided us with every spiritual blessing in the heavenly realms because of His only Son, Jesus. We are invited to become a new creation. The old has gone and the new has come. Jehovah Jireh, our God has provided. And His name is Yeshua. His name is Jesus.